what we're going to talk about today is what are the common mistakes people make with their time and how do we hack that so that you guys can utilize every moment of the summer for everything you need, which is self-care, spending time with family, but not putting that business on the back burner and come August, regretting some of the things, and then you're starting that next quarter kind of sluggish and upset. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. Are you enjoying the vibes of summer? Yes, yes, yes. I can't believe August is upon us, though. <laughs> the one thing about summer is it goes so fast. Just like we talked about last week, though, TGI Summer, is that there's so many great opportunities here in summer when it comes to your time, your growth opportunities, your influence, and really great ways to rejuvenate your business and mm-hmm. kind of rejuvenate yourself. And yeah. just take the time in summer to really have that investment. But there's also some bad news of summer. Some challenges of summer is Mm. that the very thing that TGI that helps us with all the rejuvenation and all the growth, it also brings challenges. Ooh, ooh, sounds like a relationship to me. (laughs) When I counsel people and I'm talking about relationships, we recognize is the thing that attracts us to that person, their charm, their energy, all this great stuff. Sometimes on the back end, it's that same stuff that says, man, I don't like her. She's too talkative. She's too extroverted, you know? And so we think about that. So you're telling me the same things that were making our business amazing, the opportunities could be the same things that create obstacles for us. Is that what I'm hearing, Misty? Absolutely. Because the sun's out longer, we push things off sometimes. We say, I'll do it later or I'll need more time to do it. You know, these days are dog days of summer. You've heard all the things. Where it's just you think we have more time than we do. And then sometimes we have these great growth opportunities, Mm -hmm. but we put a little more into relaxing. Not that you shouldn't relax and invest in yourself. We're not saying that. What we're saying, though, is maybe that extra hour by the pool or instead of at the gym or instead of reading a book, you know, like those sort of things in summer, they kind of sneak upon us, you know, like Fourth of July, eating a hot dog and a hamburger. Um, (laughs) out at these big events, but not being prepared, you know, like maybe sitting a little over time at events, just um, too casual and not kind of staying with our business. You know, as an entrepreneur and business owner, you're always your brand. You're always a representation of it. And there's always an opportunity to connect with someone. Yeah, that's so good. Gotta be intentional. And we got to utilize some of the stuff from last week. And we really want to study What we're going to talk about today is what are the common mistakes people make with their time and how do we hack that so that you guys can utilize every moment of the summer for everything you need, which is self-care, spending time with family, but not putting that business on the back burner and come August, regretting some of the things. And then you're starting that next quarter kind of sluggish and upset. We want always, always, always we do these amazing summer series because we truly believe summer is the best time to work on your business not fall. 
We want to fall into success because we've been preparing for it. But we'd want to take this time during the summer because there is so many opportunities. Now, really, what do you think some of the mistakes? Oh, 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 I feel oh, like, no. um, oh, 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 uh, welcome back, Carter. Oh, I forgot what his name was. Give him right the back. Your hands up. When you said that, you, you made me think about a new title, Fall into the Fortune. Fall the fortune about how fall we want you to make your business grow and thrive. And so the fortune of the fall season, yes, Misty had nothing to do with what you said, but you <laughs> triggered something. And I just had to say that. So your question to me was what Misty? <laughs> people usually during the summer, you're a coach, you're coaching fitness, you're coaching businesses. Like you said, you're coaching relationships. What mm -hmm. do you think some of the, um, the ways we waste our time or the challenges of time during the summer? You know, one of the things I think about is we spend too much time on something that may not have value, right? Because we get so caught up in little things, even though they they mean stuff, but they're maybe not the thing that's moving the needle forward. And mm. so you realize that you have limited time. You have to make sure the thing you're using your time in is something valuable. That brings me to the seven habits of highly effective people. And it makes me think about the quadrant that Stephen Cuppy came up with. And he talks about where to spend your time, where it's important, unimportant, things like that. And so when you think about the fact that we only have limited amount of time, or better yet, we're choosing to use limited amounts of time during that summer month, we have to be intentional and strategic on what we use it at, because otherwise we're losing it. Spending too much time on your emails is not necessarily the thing you want to do during your power hour right? Maybe do it when your kids are sleeping, maybe doing it when you're just um, zoning out for the end of the night, but really strategically thinking about what matters most, what's going to make the greatest impact and how do I move forward with that thing? Spending you know too what? much time is a huge problem. I love that. And it reminds me of a few, I think it was sometime last month, I had a, a meeting I had to be at, an event of that my friends were having, the, year, the Connect celebrated their year and I wanted to be there. The I love Pearl and Jamie. They're amazing. And then Natalie, I hadn't seen her because we've I've been busy and I had this one night with everything and I, I had to really look at time yeah. and intention and yeah. really kind of be like, okay, I am going to do everything. I'm going to come to these events, but you know what? I'm not going to stay the whole time at these events. I'm going to come. I'm going to kind of do what I set out to do. I'm going to make some connections. I'm going to hug some people, but I'm also going to leave at a specific time. That's and right. I used to struggle with that because I, you know, me, I love parties. I love right. social. I love being there. Right. But sometimes it's more important that you show up with your intentions. You kind of take them off your list. You're making who you want to meet. You're you're setting up some meetings for the next week with the new That's people right. that you're meeting. And That's then you're right. you're utilizing your time to go and do what you set out to do, which for me that night was to make some great, celebrate some friends and then connect back home with my family. So it sounds like you had your eyes on the prize. You had your eyes on the prize and you time blocked to ensure that you were successful because that's what it is. Even though we think about time block uh, of different things that we do, but you said, okay, I've got 30 minutes here. I've got 30 minutes here. I've got 30 minutes of commute time to get me here to here. And that's how you master that time thing. Even though you want to do it all, we know that we're limited by time. Time does not change for us. We have to fall into line with time. That's really good, Misty. I love that. Well, and I know you said, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tee it up for you because I want you to talk about it. Um, we talked about some distractions last week, but this week, um, some of the great things that you were able to really do is um, your son 
has some stuff that you push him into be interested in. And he has some stuff that he really loves and is interested in. And so you help divide his summer with some specific things for his growth for him, but also some stuff he's so passionate about. He loved going to camp every day to learn about it, but it was also giving him back some structure during the summer. So, you know, our kids love to game all day, right, but right. it also gave you because you're an entrepreneur and it's not like you take the summer off. I know you uh, move stuff around and you, you already went to Montana and you ran already a few races this summer, but it, it did seem that you coming into summer had a strategic time plan not just for the hours of the day, but you had like your weeks mapped out ready for summer to hit all that things. Would you mind telling us a little about that? Well, I'll tell you really quickly, not only the weeks, but the months. So I already know going into <laughs> August, I've got four speaking engagements. I already know I'm traveling to Chicago. I also know that I'm traveling possibly to Florida. That's a tentative. So my calendar is really my calendar. And I would encourage and advise everyone to take time to time block, calendar block, so you know where you are and where you need to be. Because well, here's the truth. I believe that everything's negotiable. It is, mm, right? We, we are not robots. We are not robots. We are not dictated by someone else's demand, but instead by our choices. And so when I look at my calendar, I get to decide what is important and what matters most to me, and I move accordingly. So when I was invited to speak at a conference in Chicago, I said, hmm, let me think about that. Alongside that, I also know that my 35-year class reunion is in August in Chicago. So that's two trips to Chicago. Now, what's going to prove the most beneficial? Not that my classmates aren't important, but do I do both? Or do I go out of town with my family for a family vacation because it's the last week of the year before school starts back? My son's a senior. So you take all those things in consideration and then knowing I got to speak an engagement here, 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 and here, I've got to work that thing around so that it becomes a win-win for everyone. Mm. I love that. And I, and I love it. You, you, you said something that Bill Walsh always says, schedule your success. You have to schedule your success or plan for your failure. Oh yeah. That's good. And um, I love how you just took the month out and you were looking at uh, all the variables, you know, like next year, your son's not going to be, he's going to be in college, but this year, okay, what does it look like him being a senior? What does it look like having family vacation? And family vacation is a staple for you, yeah. um, taking your family on vacation. I know that's something that you work really hard all year to to make sure that you and your son and your daughter, niece, and your mom and her kids, that you just get to go somewhere and spend time together. Yeah. And here's, I want to add to that because it's going to move into growth. So even during your vacation, as we go, you, you have the time. I've talked to you in the morning of your vacation of growth. You say, everyone sleeps in. That's right. <laughs> Everyone sleeps in. So you have this amazing time in the morning for your growth. You still do your, your Bible study. You still do your running. You still do your, your connection back to God. You still do your, okay, what, what are some intentions for this, this today? And it doesn't matter if you're hanging out in Vegas over um, enjoying some tennis over in Palm Springs, but you, you stay your routine, you stay intentional and you stay growing. Sometimes you take a book, you have your CD, but you, you utilize it almost as an opportunity of growth while connecting with family. You don't utilize it as excuses like I work hard all year, I'm going to sleep in. But you utilize growth in the area of, okay, they're sleeping in anyway. I don't need to. Right. Let me get me time. Let me get right. me ready. And then I'm going to have such a wonderful day with the family. And, you know, that's a great point that you make and, and a great question, because I think when we plan for our family, that is a part of our growth strategy. We should include our family in that plan. It shouldn't be all about the dollars and cents. It has to be about how do I utilize my time to grow 
personally, professionally, socially, financially, family-wise, you know, if I go to my Fs, it'll speak to that. Family, friends, fitness, food, fun, all those great things. And so that is important for me. And I know if I want to maintain a healthy relationship with my family, they have to be on the calendar. They have to be amongst my list. If not, I failed. And that's one of the things I work with, especially when I work with executives and uh, leaders and organizations, they're well-balanced in their career, but they're off when it comes to family or they're off when it comes to fitness or they're off when it comes to their food and being able to say, hey, 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 you can have it all hypothetically, but we have to make some shifts here. If it's really a priority for you, if this really matters for you, make time for it, that family mm-hmm. vacation. Even if it's a three-day, guess what? Make it the best three days ever. Get unplugged and spend that time so that they they know that you matter to them and they matter to you. Growth with the family. I want to add to that because I think you did it so beautifully is um, I have sometimes random trainings come up too, like you do. Okay. And uh, the week of my wedding, I had an opportunity to virtual into a conference and I sat Natalie down and I said, hey, I know we're getting married on the 11th, but at the 10th from nine to 1130, I have an opportunity to speak at a conference. And, and she goes, but it's our wedding week. And I go, they're going to pay me um, $500. And she said, okay, but make sure you're done at 1130. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, and then you're taking me out to a nice lunch. Hey, team agreement, so, right? Team agreement. And I love that is I enrolled her in the conversation. So she didn't feel like I, and I've I've been guilty of it though too, and I I bet I I want to venture to that you might have too, where your family is, but we're on vacation and you're working, or you're you're working, we're supposed to be on vacation. But I think if you enroll them in the beginning, and they're seeing that okay, you're you're providing, or you're you're you're, you're you do want to be on vacation, but maybe you got some loose ends to tie up, and sometimes entrepreneurial some opportunities come up when you didn't know they were right there on the horizon. But if you get your family enrolled, there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no trying to make up for the rest of the day. We had an amazing day. Um, and it was because I enrolled her in the conversation and it, that was an area of growth for me is to make my family part of the decisions and not where they feel like they're tied to my decisions. Right, right. They're just there, a part of it. And they didn't have any say so. You know, I remember a CD I listened to many moons ago with Zig Ziglar. And it was all about him having an opportunity to go on this vacation, this all expense extravagant vacation. And he was talking about how our time is critical, how we'll mess around and waste time on things. But you told me tomorrow, Misty, I'm going to, uh, Kimberly, I'm going to take you to Turks and Caicos. It's a $50,000, $50,000 trip, but all you need to do is be ready. And if you knew that you had six projects that were due, maybe not six, maybe three that were due, what would you do, Kimberly? Now, Misty, what would you do? Those projects? Absolutely. Get them done. <laughs> and that's that's how we know we have the capacity to do things, but sometimes we prolong them. And I love that that analogy, that story he told, because he says we make time for things that matter, which brings me to the fact that when it comes to the vacations and the trips and, and just getting your family involved, make them matter. Mm. So they understand their their positioning in your life and that you can do more together because now they're bought in and they're like, yes, go do that work, Misty, because you just made $500 and I'm getting a great lunch afterwards. I think that was a great way to get Natalie bought in and everybody won in the end. And I want to do some great hacks. And one of those hacks you taught me, um, I have a friend coming in, Donna's here from Montana and we went, we ate an amazing meal 
and we were full and we're right on the beach and we could have gone and sat on the beach because it was beautiful. And mm -hmm. we decided, let's take a walk. This is a pretty heavy meal. What if we just walk on the beach and talk instead of sit on the blanket and talk? Mm -hmm. We probably got in an extra, I want to say three miles because we were gabbing and, and walking. But that was some of the hacks you look at is there's little micro choices. Absolutely. Growth that you could opportunity. Yeah. If, um, if you relax by reading your book that helps you relax, that's amazing. And then maybe when you're in your car, listen to a business CD. Right. Um, when you're talking with friends, um, I know when I was an em employee mindset, we're like, oh, no one wants to talk about work. Business mindset. Um, we were with a friend of ours at the mall yesterday. We sat down for 10 minutes while, while um, Donna went to the bathroom. We made two business deals. There we were go. so excited. And we got in a conversation. We found out how we could both. We're going into a joint venture because we were just excited about talking about business. And I was like, there's a mindset. There's a mindset to entrepreneurial and always having this like this growth, which ties us now into the next one, which is influence yes. where the challenge of influence could have been. I was sitting there. I could have said the weather, how's your summer movies, but the influence I chose was to ask them about their work. Right. Which in turn asked them about my work and it connected. There's something we have in common and something that we could serve together with. And I think sometimes when we influence, we go, we, we start off too superficial. Right. And we, we're going to do a whole episode on this because I've been bugging you, but you are really amazing when it comes to listening and questions. And we had an impromptu interview, which we're going to turn into a podcast and you guys are going to love it because we kind of get into Kimberly's mind here, but I, I'm going to throw the ball to her when it comes to influence, because I think what people don't understand and Kimberly has this amazing thing of influence comes from listening more than it does from talking. It comes from being interested and not interesting. That's right. That's right. That's and I would right. love for you to elaborate a little bit on that when it comes to influence, because it's so crazy because we're almost raised to think if I talk more and impress someone, right? that's not really what it is, is it? Right. And, you know, I, I can go back to probably 20, 30 years ago from my sales training. And that's what I learned back then that I taught the sales leaders, sales managers, and that I even think about Zig Ziglar again. You know, people find that the person who's the most interested in the world is not the one that was talking, but the one that was listening. And so learn that and really put it into play in my practices, because when I realized that I wasn't the highlight, right? Yes, you're you're looking to learn a little bit more about me, but let me learn about you first and then follow up with how I can serve you based on what your needs are. That then will make you find like, okay, this person heard me. They can offer me what I need. Okay, if there's a real connection, they're gone. They're, it's on. The sale is made. The deal is made. And we have come to a point. And I think that's so important because we think about how much we've done, all the accolades and the credentials and all the great accomplishments. Now, don't get me wrong. I am proud of the work that I've done, the, you know, the career and the education and all that great stuff. But in the end, it doesn't make me deals. It doesn't close the books unless I align it with this person sitting in front of me, this corporation sitting in front of me. A plus B must equal C. A mm. plus A does not equal C. So I'm losing if I'm not really looking at how to make that equation match. So when you're at that barbecue, put something in your mouth, chew, let that other person kind of engage and talk. The other thing that I really love is that pause. Mm. When you're when you're influencing, a pause can be more influencing than a degree. Right. You were just saying is that pausing and letting someone form their thoughts to really to talk. 
Now, the other thing that you taught me and you coach on, and we're going to add to the next episode and in depthly is this. When you're first meeting someone, you don't have to throw up on them. You don't have to give them all the information. Set a call and then get to know them. If they, if, if, um, and we just saw that the other night, Kimberly, we did, um, Kimberly had 10 minutes. She did a talk at this amazing group and someone came up and they said, oh my God, I'm going to just say, uh, Susie, Susie over there could use you. You just went over, you met Susie, you set an appointment, you chit chatted about the, that night, the thing, and then you walked away. Yeah. It, you didn't continue to be like, well, tomorrow we're going to talk about this and I can't wait to talk about you and blah, blah, blah. It was just like, yep, here you go. Get on my calendar. If you're very interested, I would love to. And you were, I'll give you 30 minutes of my time because we're all in this amazing group. And when you're, you network and influence, you said, I want to give to you 30 minutes. Yeah. But you and didn't you know what's the conversation there, Kimberly, you didn't like over talk her head and, and try to sell yourself. I don't need to, because I think our time together will do that. And I start with, let me learn where, what are you, who are you? What do you want to achieve or accomplish? And then I ask the question, why me? Why did you call me? Of all people, you could have called 17,000 people. And I think that's an important question. I know it's not for this call right now, but it's an important question. If you are looking to close a deal, find out why did they reach out to you? What made you so special? Because once you can do that, you can then pull that into why, you know, you're going to produce the best product for them. So there's a lot, there's a lot in this process, friends. But let me tell you, if you have the heart to continuous for continuous growth, for continuous learning, you will improve and you will transform your business. Despite time, growth, and influence being a distraction, you can still change it and make a difference in the world that you live in and the, the world that's around you. I'm gonna give you one more hack. And me and Kimberly, actually, we do all the things we say. We practice them, we learn from them, we fall, we get up. But last Wednesday, what we did is, and I do this now, even if I'm meeting by myself, create your agenda. Yeah. Me and Kimberly had four hours together. We created an agenda on like, I think we accomplished the five things we need to accomplish and we still had time to giggle at lunch, but we <laughs> purposely planned lunch. And Kimberly put a call in. There was there was a posh, so I'm gonna take a 30 minute call. And I said, that's perfect. I have 30 minutes worth of work that I'll have prepared, ready to go. So we didn't waste any time. None of us had a, a time. We met, we were strategic for two and a half hours. We did 30 minutes apart and then we went to lunch and we had an amazing time. We got so much done in the morning. But because we knew we were going to lunch, we didn't talk. We didn't friend talk at night. We got to business. We had our business meeting, our business partners. We did our agenda. But that's some of the things too for you guys is have an agenda and you need to connect. But if you need to connect after when you get the stuff done, that's just a great thing. But it's so funny mm -hmm. because we tried it last week and it worked. Yes. We got so much done in that time frame because we were intentional about it. So but sometimes you have to influence your own time. Let me, let me, let me, let me challenge you. You said we did it last week and it worked. If I go back two years ago in a strategy meeting, we had an agenda and it worked. If we go back three years ago, we always have that agenda because I think we've always known the importance of trying to stay on track with us both, you know, in creative. We are both extroverts. <laughs> we sometimes may jump over the fence and for a little bit, a second, and one of us will say, hey, come back, come back just a little bit. But I think keeping that in mind that you have to keep your eyes on the prize throughout it all. And when you know that you have a prize, something you're targeting towards the end, you will focus or hopefully you will make the decision to focus because that's what's going to give you the win. Not anything else. Not anything else.
So we're super excited. So although last week, you know, we gave you the opportunities, this week we gave you the obstacles, but depending on how you look at life, your perspective, obstacles are opportunities. <laughs> so everything we just gave you is another plus two, plus 10 on the list from last week. It's just a matter of you reframing, retraining your brain so that you can get everything that your heart desires. We're super excited. We're super excited that you've joined us this week and every single week. And as we say every week, remember, there's something out there for you. Now be intentional and go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.